G'day, I'm Tractor and welcome to the Millsim Podcast. Today I'm going to do the first in an interview series which I did live in the field. So the audio quality isn't as good as normal, but please stay tuned and listen to some great content. Thanks for listening. Uh, g'day everyone, welcome back to the Millsim Podcast with Tractor and I'm here with... Adam James. Hey Adam, how are you going? Good, thanks, how are you? Good. So we've seen you here at the field a couple of times. What first brought you to pick up a gel blaster and go playing with it? Uh, probably the, the look and feel of a, of, a, of a rifle that we can go and play with. Yep. Uh, use it with my, my sons, yep. use it with my family. Um, just the love of rifles myself, but then doing something I can do with the family. And it doesn't have all the laws that restrict the other type of rifles. Type of rifle, sorry. Yep, no, that's cool. Um, so, how many sons have you got to play? I've got two sons. Yep. They're here today up in the field. What sort of ages are they? Uh, 14 and 11. Yep. And how do you find they do with all the rules and the laws and all that stuff? They do really well. My oldest son, he he loves it here. Like, whatever happens, if he gets hit, he doesn't get hit, he just calls it and goes out. The younger son still gets a bit tied up in the rules and that, but he still has a good day. Oh, good. At the end of the good. day, he's still smiling, so that just yep. tell him, don't worry about it, and get out there and play. Cool. Um, so as you probably know, there's lots of different styles of play. There's speed soft. There's mill sim. There's games like we're playing now. There's CQB. Um, what's your favourite flavour of gel ball? I like uh, real type of uh, bushland sort of yep. trees with uh, combined with some buildings. Yep. Trenches. If you could mix World War One and Two together yep. with a bit of uh, close quarter battles from the uh, Middle East type styles, that'd be my all-time favourite. Have you been to Gelsoft Australia at Tambourine yet? Not yet. That's Once the dates yeah. line up for everything, I'll be there yep. with bells on. Um, so that's something, you, that's like your number one style yeah. of game you'd like to that play? that would be a, re a realistic milsim. Cool. Yeah. With the tanks as well? Is yeah, that... that'd be really cool. Yep. Nothing like hiding behind a tracked vehicle, taking cover oh, yeah. or receiving fire. Picking the K-phone up off yeah. the back. <laughs> We're showing our age now. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, is there anything that worries you about the sport of gel ball? The, the bad media it gets through yep. the people that can't use them appropriately, yep. the, the blasters appropriately. Um, I find that that can give a very negative spin on it, the people that don't know about it. Yep. Um, and then just the people that don't know about gel soft or gel blasting and their um, lack of knowledge or understanding what it is because it looks like what it is yep. and they, they, they're, they're scared or fear it uh, if we can get more uh, awareness out there to everyone even if they're not playing just they know that it's yep. you, you can't get these weapons in Australia anyway yeah. so if you are seeing one is 99% yeah. a blaster yeah, yeah look no, very very few people in Australia legally own a civilian version yes. of the M16 that's that's like right. ARs and out on the street like it's bloody the middle yeah, of Texas or anything. No, but that's just, like, if I'm, when I'm not here, they're in a cupboard, I don't use them otherwise. Good, great. The kids like to walk around with the house, so it's okay, it's fine, but make sure you put them back. Yep. And if you're going to walk around with it, outside with glasses, always yep. glasses. If you're inside, no mags, you can yep. hold it, but don't fire it. Treating it like it has a, a real, yep. uh, real version. Oh, excellent. Um, and the Stop and Think campaign, what do you think about that? It's great. It's awesome. Yep. Um, it's just like I was saying, it, it's awareness to everyone, whether they're playing it or not playing it. Yep. It, it's getting it out there that this is a sport that we love and enjoy and no one gets hurt. Yep. So don't... My, with everything in life, it's always the people that do the right thing are the ones that suffer. Absolutely. As when it, it's, it's no different to high-powered cars or any other stuff yep. in our minds. Obviously, other people go, well, they shouldn't exist at all. But yep. 
I think there's enough rules around, don't you? There's, yes, there's enough rules for a regular, oh, that probably sounds bad, but a regular person with brains yep. could follow these rules yep. and there would be no issues. But Absolutely. it's always the ones and twos and everything society has got to play it to the lowest common denominator. Yeah. As if it's a real rifle, as it's a, uh, for, uh, souped up cars, even even needles for um for people with diabetes. Yep. You know, like you can rob a bank with a needle. Yeah. But you don't outlaw the needle. It's the person's intent. Yeah. That um yep. does the bad thing, whether it's a heel glass or a knife. Um, do you think it might lead to airsoft in the future, or do you not want it to go that way? Maybe. Um, I would love for it to go airsoft. Yeah. But if it was airsoft, then it would take away the family. Yeah. Then it's going to put age restrictions, and there's going to be more. Um, safety around playing yep. and that may then take away the younger younger generation from playing and then and possibly licenses and licenses, training and yeah. stuff yeah and then probably more accidents with the younger kids wanting to play because it's not real thinking it's a toy yep so that then comes down to the owners taking responsibility of it and because you're not using it it's locked away like, like yep. normal because the interesting thing i found is that a lot of canadians and americans are buying gel blasters now oh. so that they can play with their younger kids because they play airsoft themselves yeah but it's not good for their kids. It's too souped up and powerful and so on. Yeah. Um, and they're buying gel blasters off the internet to go to America or Canada. I, th I think... Think about it now with the, the question you just posed. I've never thought about it. But keeping a gel blaster would be fine if they could make the same quality of a rifle... Oh, sorry, blaster from Airsoft and put that into a gel blasting rifle. Yep. Uh, would be better because... At the moment, they're still plastic. You run around, you land on, they break. I think the airsoft have a bit more durability about the builds. Yeah. So if they can somehow just take that into the into the gel blast, and that'd be pretty good. So I suppose that leads on to what's your go-to blaster? Um, I'm a big fan of the M4. Yep. The the Jin Ming. Uh, I've got the Gen 9. Yep. Uh, any sort of M4 build, whether it's a HK uh, 416 or the Gen 9 or the uh, Kublai, with that M4, I just have a an affinity for that affinity, style. yeah, yep. so it's, it's just something that I go to sleep at night thinking about. Yep. Whenever I play video games, it's always an M4. Yep. And then um, I've only just gotten a uh, the saw, which will be my you know, support weapon, which I'm trying today, which is pretty good. Yep. Um, have you tried any of the full metal blasters? Like the Kublai's or no, I haven't, any of the haven't Phantom tried Extremis them. or any of that stuff? My Gen 9's got um, metal front and, uh, and barrel, yep. but it's still got the the case of the original ones are still mine, but no, I haven't tried the metal. I have fired, uh, being my line of work, have useful automatic weapons anyway, so yep. it's, it's yep. you know, I know what it feels like, so it's, yep. but they're getting very close to the look and feel like I was at a gel blaster shop the other day and said, here, hold this. And I'm like, wow, this is, it yep. has a weight and feel, like yep. it is. Yep. is it yeah, the, the Kublai K2, the day I first picked that up, I went, that's an M4. That's mm. not a gel blaster. Yeah, if the because the mags being uh, metal. Yep. And then the gels being of a high of a, a water base. If you don't clean them out, there might be a bit of rust issues. I yep. think. But yep. that's you know maybe six seven months down the track. But then that comes back to um, maintenance when you're not playing, pulling apart, looking after it. Yep. So if you could say one sentence to somebody that was about to join the sport, buy their first blaster, go and do a bunch of stuff, what would it be? Do it and do it fast because you will enjoy it. And once you buy one, it won't stop. Yep. I bought one and I now have like 11. So. You, you're not married, obviously. Oh, I'm married. <laughs> my, my motto in life, if, if it doesn't end in divorce, the answer is yes. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Mm. Yeah. Don't talk to my wife then. <laughs> um, is there a specific blaster you would recommend as that first blaster for somebody? Uh, yeah. The Gen 8 is a really good, you know, whether it's the M4 or the SCAR. 
even the, the saw that's got a Gen 8 body and it's just simple, reliable, easy to do a few mods under $100 to mod up. Yep. Or even the, what's another one? Um, depending if you're buying for a child, I also recommend big enough that they can still operate it. So like an MP7 or an MP5 MP7, or a P90? 7, P90, yeah, those yep. ones. So it's a, for, your, for your child getting in, something that they can still work the, the rifle or yep. the blaster. And so I say rifle because that's my background through yep. it. And then, yeah, the, the Gen 8, even the uh, the Gen 10, the, uh, the ACR. ACRs there, yep. just something that's reliable around that. You, you don't want to spend too much because then you're in, in too much yep. straight up. But yep. Yep. that doesn't matter because you'll be buying more anyway. Yep. Um, is that what you did? You bought a couple of blasters and then went yeah, and played, or did you rent it a couple of fields no, first? No, I, I was on screen, scrolling through uh, Wish, I think it was, and just saw all these like blasters. What is this? And then walking through a, um, a shopping centre, and I saw a shop and I had them all in there. I'm yep. like, oh, what's this? And I saw the price, so I just bought them straight away. Yep. And then uh, realised that we could go places. So I was like, oh, cool. Yep. And at the time, I had a massive backyard, so I built, I took Frank home some crates and built a little blaster set up for the boys. Cool. But now I bought them and then went and played with them. Awesome. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for talking to us today. And, no, um, thank you. I'll give you a yell when it's on the podcast. No, it's great. Thanks, man. Bye. So that was our first interview with a guy called Adam, and it was uh, great talking to him. None of that was scripted. Uh, it was just a conversation between a couple of people that love gel ball. So I'd like to invite anyone that's out there that wants to be on the podcast, thinks they've got a view to share about what we do, what they do, what the best thing is, what the worst thing is, anything about gel ball, please drop me a line, tractor at milsomeast.com. Uh, next week, I plan to uh, have a couple of more interviews. I did a great one with uh, a female player named Charlie, and I spoke to one of refs, Ken, um, so we'll see how they came out, and I'll try and transmit them to you via your favourite podcast player. Anyway, this is Tractor. Thanks for listening, and catch you on the flip side.